0: Thank you for being with me today. I pray the Lord will use these few minutes to really bless you and strengthen you. We are living in amazing days, and I mean amazing days. The election in Israel is over, and uh, there's much to talk about when it comes to Bible prophecy and why this election will affect in a big way will affect Bible prophecy. Tomorrow I'll give you a fuller picture because we're just waiting now for the results of the election. Will Benjamin Netanyahu be Prime Minister again? If yes, it could mean massive things prophetically. If no, it could slow things down prophetically. So, but I want to prepare you today because I really believe that uh, the coming days are going to be very intense when it comes to end time Bible prophecy. I'm from Israel, as you know. I've never seen what I'm seeing today in the land of Israel. Now, you know, the land of Israel is the voice of prophecy. So what, what, what happens in it is maybe more important than most people really realize and i know some are talking about that and i'm so grateful to them and what the lord is doing in their ministries but it needs to be talked about more because it's all about the coming of the lord we don't see it as political we who are bible believing christians we see it as prophetic it's very important to see the difference now what happens in israel of course whether the israeli people know it or not and most of them most likely probably don't is truly prophetic and that's why to us it's of utmost importance so lord i thank you for what you're doing and i pray you'll speak today to our hearts and we cry come lord jesus we give you all the praise and god's people said amen now listen Tomorrow I will share more about this because we'll we'll, we'll have more information of uh, the results of the election. But I do want to kind of uh, have a good heart-to-heart talk with you today, not a very long one though, uh, just for a few moments, that I believe can really help you understand the developing uh, prophetic picture that is really amazing. and. Um, Number one, that I think is very important, is how this election will cover the Middle East, how it will it will affect the relations that have developed now with uh, Bahrain, with uh, the Persian Gulf nations, such as the UAE and Dubai and others. Because I uh, frankly believe I have believed uh, personally, there will be peace with the Saudis. And uh, once that happens, when peace will, will, will take place between Saudi Arabia and Israel, it will change the map in a massive way, prophetically, in the whole part of the world. We're, we're seeing events in Iran right now, a lot of protests in Iran, there's talk about uh, uh, Iran may uh, attack uh, U.S. Uh, interests and Saudi interests, it was in the news today, uh, that now they're planning some kind of an, uh, of an attack. So the attention that is now focused on Iran and the protests within Iran will will not be looked upon as closely that the nations of the world will pay more attention to events uh, outside Iran. And uh, so there's so much happening now with that, that all really fits in beautifully with what the Bible uh, talks about and God has shown us in his word about prophecy. Now, uh, it's, it's, it's really all about Jerusalem. The Bible says that Jerusalem will be a burdensome stone to the nations. And we're going to see more and more pressure uh, placed on Israel uh, from the United Nations, from other nations uh, to give the, 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 the Palestinian state with Jerusalem being their capital, East Jerusalem. There's a lot of forces within Israel that don't want that to happen. Uh, The former, or who is gonna be the former prime minister now, Lapid, had promised a two-state solution, as others like him before have. A lot in Israel are are against that. Um, Bibi, of course, uh, will not be for that, he's against it. So what will the outcome be prophetically is the big question for us as the church. I'll explain that more uh, with you tomorrow and how it things could develop uh, once Bibi is declared to be the prime minister, or we see for sure he will be the one who will form the next government, uh, what that means for Jerusalem, what that means for the entire Middle East, what that means for the world, and now something has just happened with 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 Lebanon, where uh, Israel gave up uh, enough territory in the Medi- in the Mediterranean uh, to fill 17 Tel Avivs. So think about 17 times the size of the city have been given to Lebanon, uh, so they can have gas to sell and so on, which the Lebanese people need uh, for their economy. Um, and that too, there's a lot of debate on that within Israel itself, was it right, was it wrong? Um, so we're gonna see what, ha- what, what comes as a result of that, even what, ha- what happens with the Lebanese uh, government. Right now, there is no government in place. The president has resigned And uh, there's a lot of questions who will lead the people of Lebanon. Lebanon is a very dear nation to God and to all of us, and to me personally. Um, Very, very precious people inside Lebanon. And uh, I have a warm place in my heart for the people of Lebanon. And I pray the Lord will visit them. I pray the Lord will bless them. And I pray peace will come to the people of Lebanon. And I pray peace will, will come between them and and Israel. Uh, that's a possibility, only God will do that, of course. But there's much in the Bible about uh, the future of Lebanon in a positive way, by the way, in a positive way. So we'll talk about that and more, but all of this is pointing out to one thing, the return of the Lord Jesus back to earth. And I want to keep that in front of everyone who loves him. You sweet people who love the Lord, uh, wherever you are, I want to keep that in front of you, that all the events happening, the turmoil, the other things going on that are positive in nature, and the negative also, is leading to one beautiful conclusion. The coming of the Lord Jesus, the Prince peace so it's like a big puzzle basically you've got to put the pieces together to see what is really going on uh, where we can tie it to the Bible the Word of God is our light it's our guide and so when you keep your eyes on the Bible you know what the Bible teaches and talks about when it comes to the second coming of the Lord and then you look at all the events at times it may look confusing. It is not confusing at all to us who know the word and to many of you uh, because it's a beautiful picture coming together. So I give you uh, some good news. A a, a glorious future is, is ahead. A glorious future is ahead for the church even before the coming of the Lord. But think about the glorious news for the world. That the, that the King of glory is on his way back, that the King of kings and the Lord of lords is on his way back to take back what belongs to him, to take back this globe and to rule for a thousand years in peace where the glory of God will be seen. And this is what is the cry of our hearts. Uh, I've, I've spoken on the supreme hope uh, the last two days, The rapture of the church, the second coming. And, and we need to talk about that more and more and more because I want you to be prepared. That's my only, uh, desire and hope that every one of us will be ready for that day because it will, it will come upon us suddenly. The Lord said as a thief in the night. So we don't know the day. We don't know the hour. It could happen anytime that the great catching up will take place. So, Lord, I thank you for what you're showing us through the events happening on earth today that line up with your blessed word so beautifully and so perfectly. And dear Jesus, I pray that you will prepare everyone right now, every single one that is with me, on social media, that they will be ready for your glorious second coming, that our hearts will be ready, that our lives will be pure before you, that we will be accepted in your sight on that glorious day. Only you're able to do it, Lord, for you're able to keep us from falling and to present us before your throne with exceeding joy, blameless to you with the praise, amen. Listen, the most important thing in our life is that moment when Jesus returns. What kind of life we would live? What kind of life have we chosen to live for that day, for that moment? It's more important than anything in life is how we will stand. Will we be accepted or rejected? Will we stand in confidence or in shame? That's the question. That means your soul. That means your destiny eternally. That is the most important moment of your life and my life. Will he accept us or reject us? Will we be acceptable in His sight? You know what David said, let the words of my mouth and my meditation be acceptable in your sight, Lord, on a daily basis. Think about how important that moment will be. We live our life for that moment. Everything we do is for that moment. Everything we say is for that moment. And to some people, What's happening in in Israel and the Middle East and the world is a big chaotic picture that is not even to be understood or looked upon. No, no, no. That's a big mistake people make. Because to know what's happening and to see the prophetic uh, importance in it is to understand how close we are to the coming of the Lord. It's like someone saying to you, someone important saying to you, I'm coming to your home, prepare. And we do all kinds of things to prepare. When someone important wants to come and visit our home, we're talking here about the king of glory. How prepared should we be when he comes? Thank you for being with me. Thank you for joining me. I pray the Lord. will will keep your hearts on fire lit up and the fire within you will intensify day by day. Amen. So please join me tomorrow. There'll be much more to talk about. I'm gonna show you the word and connect the word with the events and the events with the word. And it's gonna be a, an exciting few days in the next while to see the events unfold in a very powerful, beautiful way. There'll be some things I won't be able to share naturally uh, for the world to see (laughs) uh, because they belong to the church only. But what I'll share with you tomorrow is important. And so please join me and tell your friends about this. Now it's time to give. And, and, And why do we give? Why do we give? Look, every day I come to you, in most days I've come to you, I've come with a Bible teaching that will uh, enrich your life, strengthen your life. Every so often, like today, I come to you with a heart-to-heart talk to prepare you for something that I see coming down the road that's uh, incredibly important for all of us. <clears throat> but giving is, is a part of preparation. We prepare because our giving is telling to the, is saying to the Lord, is telling the Lord, I believe your word and I trust your promises that no matter what comes my way, I will stand strong and I will see my family protected and myself protected financially. So we prepare spiritually, of course, but we also have to prepare financially. And the Lord says, be wise, be wise in these days. So it's time now to be wise with our our money. When people invest their money into things that are in the natural world, but there's no giving to the Lord, they can lose those investments so quickly, so quickly, because there's no foundation behind it, no strength behind it. When we give to the Lord we protect what we're doing in the natural. And yes, I would I would recommend everyone to begin to invest wisely for your tomorrow. I mean in the in the natural, of course. But that means nothing if you're not investing in the kingdom of God first. So we are told honor the Lord with your substance. The first fruits belong to the Lord, not to the world. And God will will protect the money that we invest in things that are uh, a part of this natural world. But first, our giving to God is our greatest protection financially, when it comes to our future financially. That is way more important than me or you investing money with the stock market or some company or buying property or buying, uh, you know, gold or this or that. And people today are, are looking at something to, to give them peace about tomorrow. Your security is in Jesus, not in the things that are worldly. It's in Jesus. And when you put him first, all these things will come together for you. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, to live righteously, to bring the gospel to the world. And all these things will be added. So God will give you wisdom in, in doing the right things also that are in the natural world that are important too. But first giving to the Lord, that is key because that's when God will protect you and give you wisdom on how to proceed in protecting yourself and family in the natural world. So Father, in Jesus name, speak to them right now, and bless them. And Lord, I pray that as they give, you will secure their tomorrow for you promise that in your blessed word, Lord, and we thank you, and we praise you for your promises. You are God Almighty, and to you be all the praise. Amen and amen. All right, it's time to give to the Lord's work. You can give on the platform you're watching me on right now. You can go to our website, benhin.org. You, you can text uh, BHM45777. I'm asking many of you also to become partners with our, with our ministry to help me do what the Lord has called me to do in these last days for His glory. Much love, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye.